Hello and welcome to episode 7 of I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. I'm Denise Ferguson and I'm from Fine Surveyors and I'm a commercial property expert. I help female entrepreneurs have more money and time for their family and business by taking over all of their business premises problems and negotiations. I've been a property surveyor for over 10 years now and I've made the government over £50 million and it's time for me to help small businesses to thrive. I hope you enjoy this episode. And we are here today with Hannah. Hannah, tell us everything about your business. Hi, um, so I own A Moment in Time, which is a virtual assistant business. Um, I created the company in April this year um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, I love like supporting other people's businesses and each of my clients have completely varied. So my job is never the same, which is always a bonus. Yeah, I love that part of my job as well. So most people don't even know what a virtual assistant is or a VA as we all call them um, in the little business world. So explain to people roughly what it is exactly that a VA is. Um, So I support people both with the businesses and with um, personal stuff. So um, it makes me sound like an agony aunt doesn't it when I say personal stuff <laughs> I'm not an agony aunt um I will support people like um from a systems point of view if they kind of create they've got a business set up but they aren't sure of all like paperwork systems and things like that I do people's admin um social media loads of different things um uh, but I do it remotely so instead of kind of having somebody in-house that would do that they can send the work to me and then they're not um, paying somebody on a contracted monthly basis per se. Um, so, yeah, does that make you... So I start talking and it all goes like, well, because I've had the kids all day. <laughs> oh, don't. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I left my kids about three seconds ago, so my brain's not fully engaged yet. So a lot of VAs specialise in different types of businesses. Do you have a, you know, like an ideal client? Do you have something that you specialise in? Um, So I predominantly at the moment work with female-based small businesses. That's more because that's kind of the clientele that have come towards me. It's not been, I've gone out just looking for female-based businesses. Um, I'm working with quite a few that are very new or haven't even actually launched yet. They're in the process of launching, so kind of helping them set set up all their systems behind the scenes. Um, But I also love doing research. I actually do research projects for people as well. Um, So they can literally kind of buy a few hours and I'll go and research something which could be as simple as they need a new Hoover or a new sofa, um, but they haven't got the time to go searching about where it's got the best deal to something as complex as um, I've got a client that I'm working with at the moment and I'm looking at systems that specific areas of the market use so that they can then approach them and kind of be like, okay, we know you you use these kind of systems. This is how we could support you. That sounds fascinating. So what did you, I mean, first of all, like Nosy wants to know any good kind of projects that you're working on at the minute you can kind of give us a bit of info about without wrecking client privilege um, Information need stuff. 
<laughs> so I'm working with a lady whose business is going to launch in the new year. So we're setting up everything kind of behind the scenes, which is really exciting. I'm working um, with a business and going into their office and um, teaching them social media kind of from the ground up, like literally from the basics of creating a Facebook page um, and, and expanding it and how to kind of market to their target audience and things like that um, I'm working with a company that's been established for quite a while and wants to expand but needs systems in place to make that a smoother process um, my jobs are literally I've got so many different jobs that are so varied I was working with a client today on the background of her website and um, sorting it out so that actually it looks smoother that she knows then how to do it for herself for future um so that she can kind of what's that when you uh, she can oh, there's a word i can't think of it um <laughs> but she can kind of take control of it and make those changes instead of relying on somebody else to do them for her yeah so if you could pick like one kind of area of being a va that you would go for what would it be and before you answer that we forgot our drink. So, and again, Royal Mills fails me. And I sent you gin and rose lemonade. Oh, that sounds nice. Well, I've tried it. I know, yeah, I know, you'll enjoy it tomorrow. If you don't I'll send drink me a message tonight. Exactly. And send me a message you know tomorrow and tell me how amazing it is. So, I'm going to try it, but it's gin and rose lemonade, and it's from Sainsbury's. It's my first yeah. time I've done the Sainsbury's one, but they had brilliant little miniatures. So, Lots of people that I've sent them out to this week will be getting some fun stuff coming in the post. Nice. Oh, so if I, so it's, oh yeah, nice. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I approve. Yep. I will You're going to enjoy it tomorrow. To that tomorrow then. <laughs> yeah. So I was saying, you do, like, loads of different amazing things, and that's, that's great because, um, you know, Claire... Oh, Claire's just said damn royal mail. Yeah, I know. But anyway, Claire's Claire's my um, partner and she is like my, my right-hand man and she's so into research. Anything that involves research or anything like that, I give it to her. Um, yeah. And and she's, she, she'll be loving this because we are going to be looking for a VA in the new year. So she's probably, actually, she's probably going to say you can't do the research thing. She's probably going to say <laughs> you need to do other things. But fine. if you could have an... Yeah, yeah it's fine. Um, if you could have an ideal client, like what would it be doing? What would be your favourite project? My favourite things that I've worked on so far, besides the research stuff, because I do enjoy that because you, you just learn so much from it. But the, one, the ones that I really love working with are the ones that kind of need the support, not necessarily from an admin point of view, but they need somebody to bounce ideas off. They need, um, like the lady that I'm working with who business about to launch in the new year that's been really exciting because you're creating something from from scratch it's all their ideas but sometimes you're just coaching coaxing things out of them that they potentially wouldn't have thought about or you can put it in a different way um i've got a friend that i um we bounce ideas off each other and we were talking about it the other day and just saying how useful it is and i think sometimes especially when you're in a business you sometimes forget to do that and I, I absolutely love it and that's what I was doing today with one of the clients we were on a, a phone call and we were, she was saying things and I was like okay well have you thought about things this way so I like yeah kind of coaching them but also kind of looking at things in different perspectives 
Yeah, I love that. Me and Claire spend literally all day messaging each other and Zoom calling and everything yeah. like that because she's the, we're like the yin and yang of the side of the business, which is absolutely great because I I say. Um, you know, crazy things like today we should, you know, ride into the office on an elephant and she'll go, mm. now that might not be the best idea because one, we don't have an elephant and two, we don't have an office. You know? So she's just yeah. always that brings things back down into perspective. But I couldn't do this without having somebody to bounce things off. So that's that must be invaluable to the people that are your yeah. clients and like I had a client for, like message for me today and she's like I need you to deal with this situation I'm too emotionally involved with it and I the response that I will send it's gonna get the clients back up so she sent it to me I wrote the email I sent it back to her and she's like it said exactly what I needed it to say without it getting the clients back up yeah and I love like doing that kind of stuff I love a good complaint so doing that kind of thing for me is like oh, I can probably get my teeth into it yeah, oh, God, you'd be great for me because I'm so factual that I'm literally like, um, well, we're not engaged to do that task for you. So, unfortunately, no. And Claire yeah. will be like, mm, you know, don't really, don't think that's the answer they're after, Denise. And she'll kind of reword it. But it would be amazing to have somebody who's completely detached for it from it yeah. and could word it in a way that, you know, makes keeps the client happy but gets across the whole no we're not going to do free work for you <laughs> yeah but I do, I do it's that you've, you then once you once you know that that's kind of been received happily by your client there's that kind of yeah do you know what I've done something that it's actually been worthwhile today and there's that like massive satisfaction with it yeah it must be fab so what did you do before you became a VA I was a children's nurse Oh my god, really? Yeah. So, so I worked as a children's nurse for we've been qualified for eleven years, but um we've actually got four children. Um, yes, you have, and that that is <laughs> coming up, believe me. Um so I quite often say to people I lost a lot and I um I did network marketing and I still do it on the side kind of um for the best part of five years that is now. But um I kind of fell into being a VA and I did some work for somebody, um, a friend who went on holiday whilst she was changing an element of a business. And I was just like, look, let me help you. I've got the time to do it. You're on holiday. I want you to enjoy your holiday. Yeah. Yeah. So I did this work and I really loved it. Because for me, when I went into nursing, I went into it because it was about family centered care and it was about like looking after the child but caring for the whole family. And it's changed a lot in the last 11 years. Yeah, 100%. I've done a lot of work for the NHS and, and I can see... Um, I've done a lot of work for the NHS. And then oh, sorry, that went you down. can just move on. Are you still there? I'm still here. Sorry, it went all... Uh, yeah, no, I've done lots of work for um, the NHS um, because my background is I came from working for the government, advising them on their property portfolio. And it's little known fact that the NHS has one of the hugest portfolios in the country. And it was uh, my task to uh, basically make them lots of money. And and, and I did that. And it, um, although, you know, in the sense that it meant that I was doing something great for the country, usually 
what it actually meant on a day-to-day basis was um, not putting businesses out of business, but but recouping money from businesses that hadn't been paying for you know ten, well, six years is the statute of limitation. But um, and and, it, and I would put businesses out of business, and it would just yeah. it'd be heartbreaking. And it that and that's where surveys came from it was fabulous helping the country as a whole but breaking the heart of these you know female entrepreneurs that had you know hair salons in central London was just not not what I was built to do and you know although I still help the government I do it on a wider strategic um based rather than breaking the heart of you know Trudy who's got three hair salons in you know central London I just can't do that anymore so you know what yeah. was what was the transition moment for you moving from being um a you know children's nurse to to being a VA what was the snap moment or was it the four kids it was the four kids um we when I had the, the eldest two um I worked him time only because I worked in special schools for the last seven years so it was brilliant because I got all the holidays off when the boys were in nursery but when we made the decision to have a third baby, we couldn't afford childcare because I was going to work for with boys for £100 a month, which, after we'd paid childcare, which is nothing, but it was for my sanity. Just insane. Yeah, no, I to- totally believe in the whole sanity, but I do, I just think it is absolutely insane that you can't work full-time and have your children in childcare. Yeah. It's just so hard. And we, we obviously chose to have our children very close together, which other people potentially wouldn't have done um, and would have kept on at work and things like that. But when we made the decision to have our third child, it was a conversation that we had was basically, yeah, we can have another baby, but I need to give up work because I'll be going to work every month and we'll be making a loss. So um, I did some bank work and, and kind of supply work for a period, but I just kind of have fallen out of love with it. And I think it, it's because it's come away from it being that family-centred care, which is what I was so passionate about when I started. And it is it is a lot of, and I get that there's a necessity for it, but it's a lot of paperwork and, and cleaning and infection control type things because obviously we're more about superbugs and things like that nowadays than we were kind of 10 20 years ago we're more aware of them it's had an impact on kind of the nursing system and how people nurse like we don't have time anymore to go and sit and spend an hour with a family that actually just needs somebody to talk to because you know there's there's constantly you've got to get onto that next thing and I think that's when I fell out of love with it and then literally kind of fell into the VA role yeah it's it's definitely changed in in the time that I've been you know um helping the government there's definitely not time for any of that and and for a good few years I was building um hospitals and and um the the involvement with things you know the departments like infection control were just phenomenal yeah phenomenal and I get it I totally get it but it just made things in work but just you know it just projects were impossible to provide because you just couldn't keep up with the constant demand so let's go back to these four kids what were you thinking 
<laughs> I tell people that I lost the plot. <laughs> That's evident. Yeah, got that one. <laughs> um, I always said that we'd have three. My husband said we'd have two. But you know, as a woman, you kind of like, no, no, no. We're going to have three. Um, and then when our young, at the time, our youngest was six months old, we had a massive conversation about, is this it? Do we call it a day? And I was really surprised because I'd never planned on having a fourth. And I have say now, and I thought the thought of it never been a possibility. I don't want that at the moment. And um, a few days later, my husband came back and he was like, if we're going to do it, let's just do it now. And, and yeah, we fell quite pregnant quite quickly with Taya. So we have literally lost the plot because um, I have four children aged seven and under. You are off your tiny mind. I mean, I did have mine really close together. I've only got two. Well, I've got two and a stepdaughter now, but I had two in 19 months and that was mad. And my mum's yeah. even worse. There is less than a year between me and my sister. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, See, mental. I can say my mum's worse because I'm one of five. My mum's one of ten. Oh, my goodness. I know, but we're Irish, so, you know, we, we, we breed that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did always say that I would have um, five, but but then I had two and realised that that was mental and unnecessary. And if Michaela's watching, she's got five and she's mental as well. So, love <laughs> to you, Michaela, but you're literally out of your mind. There is something, so, though, that I've read. By the time you get to four children, you literally don't give a crap and you are, like, the most chilled-out parent yeah yeah no there's definitely an element of that because i don't think there's much difference between having kind of you know three four five six and i know for my my mum because there was a you know an age gap staggered down that it, you know the, the small ones were just looked after by you know yeah. the other nine children yeah yeah it's so let's nice back though. into your business what's the plans for the future where are we going so I think we're going to go more down um, the like business coaching element and kind of look at creating that as more, more of a packaged kind of um, environment. I don't know if that's the right word. I still want to carry on doing all the VA stuff. I love it. I've, it's still very much a baby. It's only been going eight months, the business. Um, yeah, but just want to keep expanding and growing my clientele and kind of becoming a bit of a go-to person for specific things. And just at the moment, I'm kind of figuring out what those specifics are, but looking at like the supporting businesses, getting the structure of like systems into place. Yeah, I mean, I always, I, 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 um, my clients are quite wide, but I am kind of niching down now and um, I've kind of found my feet in the, um, the dealing with um, tenants rather than landlords. And I, you know, I am catering specifically more now for the whole female entrepreneur, multiple yeah. um, sites. And I know that, you know, while I was building the business, I was reading you know, more and more and more about how you have to niche down, you have to niche down, or niche down, as the Americans say, please don't eat those words, oh, no. it's crazy. I know, niche, thank you. Anyway, so, um, and I was always against it. I was like, no, you know, I, I love working 
you know, I've got loads of male clients and they're fabulous. So it feels counterintuitive to say that I yeah. hate female clients, you know, and I don't, I don't say no to a client that I know I can work well with, although I do say no to quite a few clients, but I, um, I do now see the benefit, a real benefit of niching down. Do you think that's something you're going to do? I think so, yeah. I think like I've already discovered things that I don't enjoy doing and that I've sat there and gone, I'm going to sit and do everything else that I can possibly do apart from doing that piece of work because I really don't want to do it. And that was a real eye-opener and kind of very much like, oh, flipping thing, if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to take it on again because what's the point? There is yeah. no point in kind of doing that. Um, so, yeah, I do want to niche down. I don't want to do it too soon. Um, and then kind of make a rod for my own back as well kind of thing. So I'm very much using um, the kind of at least the first, well, we've done eight months, kind of next 12 months-ish to fully figure out all those niches and things like that because I want to make sure that I've explored plenty of opportunities um, and know that actually if I'm niching down into something, it is what I actually really enjoy doing and I really want to do because I don't want to then niche and then get six months, 12 months down the line and be like, oh my gosh, I am oh, so bored. Don't, absolutely do not worry about that because you'll you'll transition the way that you transition now. So yeah. at, the, at the period when you are ready to kind of niche down, do it and don't yeah. think about the future. Don't think about changing your mind because in business you will evolve and yeah. you will keep moving down because... Uh, you know, never would I have thought that I would be advising the government and, it, and you know, and, and I loved it and I did it for years and, I, you know, and I still do it, obviously. But um, I I wouldn't have, I, I, you know, I fell into um, yeah. to do, doing that and it, and it was great. Fine surveyors is a labour of love. But even at the beginning of that, it was a labour of love for all. And now it's a labour of love for few. And it doesn't mean that in, you know, two, three years' time, it will be a labour of love for a few different people so don't yeah yeah don't feel that you can't move on and change at yeah. the times yeah exactly yeah I think I'm just like I, I am at the stage now where I will say no to things if it's not what I want to do um but yeah I think at the moment like the clients that I've got I absolutely love the work that I'm doing for them so finding things that are on a similar kind of par with those and also working out the whole kind of coaching the business support type element of it is what I'll probably like niche into yeah no it's a great way to move in um into that sort of world you need to be careful because there's so many coaches out there so be very specific about what you're going to coach and who yeah. your demographic is that's definitely when you get into the coaching world you definitely need to niche down then because you know there's a, there's a coach for everything and yeah and I think it'll be more along the lines of people that are looking to start up as a VA and like how they want to kind of, so specifically with the coaching stuff, like how people can set up as a VA. Like I've, I've done all of my setting up without a huge expenditure. And there's masses of courses that you can spend hundreds and loads of money on. Yeah. And actually, if you're the kind of motivated person that will go and teach yourself stuff, there's so much that you can do for a minimal cost. Yeah, I mean, when I sat, when I um, set up Fine Tomatoes, that's exactly what I did. I was hell-bent on making sure that it washed its own face and that everything that we did was you know funded purely by um, client money and not 
going out and you know having courses on this that and the other so the amount of free information you can get on the internet is phenomenal and every time somebody says to me you know does anyone know if there's a course on this or a course on that or a course on this and course that I say make sure you've exhausted everything for free first which is one of the main reasons why I give out so much for free because I want people to be able to to say you know I just had a rent review notice come through and I have no idea what to do right I'll go to Denise's page because she'll have a video on it somewhere and that's kind of so important to me that that they get people have the basic understanding of things that they need to do when they have their own business premises so what sort of things do you think you're gonna provide to your clients when you start doing are you gonna do an online course or is it gonna be a membership group how do you think you're gonna pack I think so the way I see it at the moment is that there'll be um an opportunity for like a one-off coaching call initially if like there'll be various things so a course is going to be um, in the long run what I look at doing um, and as well as a membership group but also like a course where a call sorry where basically they get a set amount of time and um, especially if they're just starting out thinking about it and be like oh do you know what I think I fancy being a VA but I don't know what like, I don't know how to do it like so many people in businesses that I've spoken to and I've been like oh are you registered with the ICO for like data protection and stuff and they're like who? Oh, and I'm like, yeah, completely. It's massive. Like, if you're not registered with them and you're keeping people's data, like, you could get fined. So it's that kind of information of, have you thought of these things? Like, it's great that you want to do it. What are you looking to specialise in? But also, when, and at the end of that phone call, give them a load of documents that they can use in their business if they go ahead with it, with, like, a step-by-step, this is what you need. So you need a, a presence on social media. You need the ICO membership, you need insurance, you need contracts, you need this. Because I've got people that I know who've done VA work for a period of time and still have no contract. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. Like, all the time. All the time. Happen. And like, I very much from the beginning was like, no, before I have my first client, I want a contract. And the day that I get a client inquiring is the day I'll go out and get my insurance. So it's set up in place without a big like time span in front of it where it's kind of null and void essentially but the minute I've got all my quotes I can literally go and I can just be like right I want it now um but also give give them the information of like if you're taking a client call what are the kind of questions that you should be asking your client and things like that so that basically they'll go away from that coaching call and be like oh do you know what like I really know what I'm doing like if I'm going to be a VA I've got all the information that I need okay I've got to go and do it but I've got the information should I want to take on a client I've got the information about what colors and things that the clients will be using and all those really useful bits of information that actually you don't necessarily have when you're first starting out yeah well there's so many people that don't even really understand what a VA is because it's so you know the traditional is that a, a PA personal assistant is there constantly at you know one person's beck and call so the idea that you know the person that I need is not going to be in the office she's going to be online and she's not just for me she's for lots of people and I keep saying she that's even you know that's a terrible thing as well there's not enough male VAs out there either so you know if there's any men out there please do start doing that because it's definitely a, a market for you out there absolutely but yeah you know I think a lot of what you're going to be doing is going to be um, educating people on you know what a VA is is that how you feel yeah. as well yeah and I think like you say like I've spoken to so many people who've gone you do what 
like, how does that work? And I'm like, well, I've got an email inbox. People send me the work or we speak on the phone. And then I do it and I send it back. And, and yeah, there is that whole kind of, well, no, you should be sat in an office doing it and working for one company. But why when actually offices have got all the staff or some staff that they need, but businesses, especially like startup businesses and things like that, only have a specific amount of income. And, you know, if they're a relatively new, small business, they can't potentially afford somebody on a, on a contracted basis month by month, but they could hire somebody for five, six hours as a one-off and be like, oh, I've paid you, that's it, you've done the work, I've got what I needed, and I might not need you for another month or two months, but I know that you're there if I need you. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly how we work at um, Fine Surveyors. I mean, I, I, I laugh at loads of the posts that I put on social media. I'm like, you know, today in Fine Surveyors Towers, and and then I put in brackets, this is fictional, <laughs> because we don't have an office. Claire works from home. Claire often works from um, soft play areas, coffee shops. Yeah. She's got two small kids. I, I work, you know, out of either my home or an office that I use or... I can be on the road, I, you know, I can be anywhere. So whenever I need something to, if I need something doing fast, that so I come straight on the phone to Claire, la, 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 this needs doing. And, you know, she's like, I'm changing, you know, Fergus's nappy. I'm like, I'm on it myself, you know, or, yeah. or whatever. So people kind of need that, you know, people that can do these things straight away. So do you have like monthly retainer clients that you, you know, base? Yeah, so I have clients that come back on a monthly basis and they get a discount kind of as a way of saying thank you for coming back every month um I get clients that like the client that I dealt with this afternoon um we had a phone call the other day which was complimentary because all my initial phone calls with any either small business or individual are complimentary as kind of you've got to figure out you're the right fit for somebody because somebody might not like the way I work with things and um and I might not like them. You just don't know. You've got to get on with that person. Otherwise, that relationship's going to fail. And then you're both just going to get frustrated with each other. And the work's not going to be of a standard that either of you want it. Um, so, yeah, today's phone call was a one-off phone call that I'll then invoice her and be like, this is how much you owe. Thank you very much. You know where I am if you need any more support. Um, I like to have a bit of a variety, like a, a bit of both. So I've got my monthly retainers but I have got time to take on people on an ad hoc basis. Yeah. Um, whether it's for a phone call, whether it's for sorting something specific, whether it's for a research project, I've got the time to allow for both. So I can take on more retainer clients. I can do those ad hoc people. Um, and especially like the ad hoc people, it's nice because you know that you're potentially helping them out in a moment of crisis. Yeah, no, I love that as well. We have monthly retainer clients and we deal with like their rent reviews, lease renewals, you know, any sort of business premises um, problems. And that kind of, you know, is a, a baseline of the amount of hours that each of us need to work um, per week. And then we leave like a massive gap for, for people to kind of flex. And if our monthly retainers need more than the five hours that we give um, per month. So, yeah, I know I love that. I love the flexibility because like you no two days are the same so what what does a typical day look like for you how do you how do you work your day it varies like today I've been child free it's been amazing <laughs> oh my god that sounds amazing I literally I've got so much work done today because I've had no children um a typical day would be um so I am not a morning person um and my husband sorts the kids 
the morning. I'm very, very fortunate to have a very, very good husband who sorts the kids and does the school run. Um, so I sort the girls out because the girls aren't school age yet. If it's a nursery day, I'll take the one to nursery. Um, I try and fit in exercise of some description at some point so whether it's a class that I can take the kids to with me or um, if it's in the evening it'll be running because um, I've also lost the plot and I'm training for the marathon. Um, oh I've done a few marathons. Have in you? London. I remember yeah. reading that now. Yeah, yeah. so um, yeah doing London I'm running for Children with Cancer UK so it's exciting it's hard work but it's yeah. good. Um, yeah you'll love it you'll love it. Yeah so very much kind of try and get out at some point most days obviously not every day um then tuesday wednesday thursday are my main days for working because um the girls got ballet on monday so i have to take them there but um basically i'll try and do something with the youngest first thing to kind of wear her out put her up to bed for a few hours do some work while she's in bed um, and then it's time to go and pick up my other daughter from nursery, pick up the boys from school, then it's after school clubs. Um, and then I tend to work in the evening as well. So I work my work around the children um, because I need to be flexible. I need to be there for my children. And that's part of the reason that I set up my business is to be able to be there for my kids. Yeah, no, I, I love um, the flexibility of running your own business. I've, I haven't worked for somebody else for 10 years, I think it is. Mm. And I... You know, literally, if I'm taking on a client, it's it's very much, uh, you know, I, I work my hours and, and yeah. everything will be sorted and there won't be an issue. But if there's a my clients, school play or... A, and it needs yeah. to be done by a specific day or time, you have to tell me when you send it. Yeah. Because otherwise, I will just do it as, as, as and when kind of thing. Like, everything yeah. is prioritised. But, you know, if, if it needs to be done by nine o'clock tomorrow morning... You need to tell me when you send it because otherwise how do I know and I can't potentially yeah. get it done by then absolutely yeah absolutely so a bit more about you as a person if you were what would be your murder weapon of choice if you were to kill somebody oh my goodness um, I love that question do you know what I feel like saying a spanner <laughs> with that what would you be doing with the spanner it's better than alex last week who said a carrot oh i know like you, would would you, you how, how could you kill someone with a carrot don't it was just i was like this isn't okay no come on she was like i just like, wouldn't kill someone like kevin the carrot from aldi i'm i'm loving that you even said that but no she meant a genuine carrot yeah awesome Awesome. So what are we going to do with this spanner? Uh, I don't know, probably like hit him around the head. Okay. Okay. I mean, still not loving this idea either. So, <laughs> it, it, to be honest, you've floored me a little bit. It's not a question I've ever been asked before. Well, I mean, I, I, I like asking the ones that are going to throw you off centre. Yeah. So if you were to have, write an autobiography, what would it be called? Oh... I don't know. Is it really bad if you just go a moment in time, like the same as my business? <laughs> Why did you call it a moment in time? Because I want to give people back that moment in time. So whether it's to spend money, uh, time with their friends, family, or just on themselves or the business, I want to be able to give them that moment in time. 
Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I need to look at your um, branding and see whether or not you're you're getting that message out. Yeah, probably, I like, probably not. I like, I, I like that reason to tell me. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I will. I will. I'll come back. I'm, I'm, I'm terribly honest. No, I like that. You, yeah. you don't get anywhere if you're not terribly honest. Well, I just, I don't know how else to be. So, <laughs> just how it is. Or I'm just a bit fluffy and like, oh, well, um, no. No, a spade to shovel for me. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. My mum, I remember there was one time we walked in um, Tesco's one evening and I was like, Mum, what the hell is that woman wearing? She's like, Hannah, it's not a woman. And then she was like, very much, I've always been, this is this, and what are are they doing? Or what are, like, very much a spade to spade type thing. Yeah, my daughter's just like that. She'll literally have like a finger on somebody's forehead saying, What are they wearing? Like, no, yeah. no, no. Shush. My son's done that. Oh my gosh, the worst one. We were walking outside a nursery and he says to me, He was only about two at the time and I only had one kid. I might have been pregnant, so, but it was, yeah, he was very young. And he went, Mum, why is that man so fat? I literally wanted to die. And I was like, Caleb, yeah. don't say that. That's really not kind. And we got in a car and I was like, mate, why did you say that? That's really not very nice. He was like, but mum, fat people still scare me. And I, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> You're a terrible parent. <laughs> <laughs> I was cracking up. Yeah. No, my, um, the, the one that I tell about my daughter, so my, my daughter needs, you know, if, if you follow me on Facebook, you're going to see quite a few of the things that she comes out with because she always comes out with absolute pearlers. She was much better when she was younger and they come up, you know, on the kind of time hop things all the time. So I usually share them when they come up. But one of the really good ones that she said was there was this woman, it was where we were living in Sheffield and there was this woman that was down at the canals and she was looking at the, the big massive fish that were in the canal there. And Neve, um, my daughter, was saying, um, what's that man doing? And I was like, oh, it's a woman. She's like, no, 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 that man, what's that man doing? No, no, that, darling, that's a woman. And, and to be fair, the woman did look rather masculine. And my daughter was like, no, that man. And I was like, darling, it's a woman. And she went, that's a rubbish woman. Right to the <laughs> woman's face. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that is the best. I oh, know, she's terrible. She does things like that all the time. <laughs> Bless her little cotton socks. She's no better now. And it's all my fault as well, so I can't even say anything. It's yeah. terrible. Oh, so, tell us all about where the business is going, what you're going to do, any fab deals that you need to tell all of our lovely listeners about. So, I am going to be looking at creating lots of free content um, so that people can kind of utilise it and gain things off it. it it's one of my things that I really need to give myself a kick up the bum and sort out but it is going to be coming soon um I am looking at different packages that I can kind of offer in the new year um and yeah just seeing how it all goes and and how I can progress it sounds fab sounds exciting anyway yeah yeah, so you're looking forward. Good. So good. <laughs> are you looking forward to um, having more clients, or are you happy with what you've got and you're just building with the clients that you've got? I think anybody who says that they're happy with what they've got is going to be probably lying because everybody wants more money ultimately. 
yeah. No, good for you. I, I hate it when people are like scared to say, no, no, I'd like more money. I, I, who doesn't want more money? Like, unless you have unlimited money, then who doesn't want it? Um, but I love the element of helping people. So if I can help more people and I get money in the process, it's a bonus. Yeah, I think so. You know, I don't, I don't think I would have started fine surveys if it hadn't been for more than, than the money. Yeah, I definitely think that you need, you need a motivation beyond money. Not that you know, it's not about you know, earning a living as well, because obviously it is, but. It's definitely got to be a passion, a labour of love. Yeah. Like the nursing, for you, yeah. you know, as soon as that passion's gone, it's just so hard. Yeah, and people say to me, like, are you going to do it again? And I'm like, mm, I just aren't feeling it at the moment. You know, I'd much rather put my time and effort into my VA business, get the clients, support the clients, then move on because they've got to the point where they're happy to do things on their own and get a new client because somebody's gone, actually, do you know what? She was really good at what she did and I, like, I felt really supported by her. Yeah, I, I genuinely can't wait until we've got a VA that we can just call on because there's like if, if I'm not with a client, then you know Claire's doing something else, or Claire's with the kids, and and I'm doing something else, and there's always something to do. So yeah, yeah, VA's top of our list for next year to kind of sort out. We just need to get our Christmas special out of the way because actually yes. it probably would have been better to get looks a epic. Oh, I just, I can't wait. I really can't wait. I did the first recording with Helen Pritchard on, I don't even know what to, uh, Monday and it was brilliant. It was such good fun. Good. Yeah, so I can't wait and I've got Emma tomorrow. So I'm just, essentially, I'm just going to be drunk all week. Awesome. It's <laughs> <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no, I don't see a problem with that. It's all done so in your drink. Yeah, the wine's going down nice. Yeah. I've got to say, I really quite like this. Um, quite a few of the things in a can have been a bit too sweet for me. And this might be a bit too sweet. It might not be able to have many of them. But I quite like it. Good. I'm looking forward to it now. Yeah, well, you're going to have to send me... Post office at nine o'clock tomorrow. You're going to have to send me a picture of you drinking it. So I'm going to be like, she got it, yay. <laughs> a little bit. Well, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. No, thank been you for having so... me. Oh, I've loved it. Thank you. And um, if anyone else wants to be on I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol, please do send us an email at info at find-surveyors.co.uk. Sorry, I always get the email address wrong. I really, I'm useless. You need it like rolling <laughs> across the bottom of your screen. I know. I, oh, do you know what? Sorting out Zoom tech was enough for me. Adding in any more is just uh, that can wait for a little like while. Like a little stick with it written on. on a <gasps> I just just put it up to the screen yeah. at the end and find this. But if you want to be on our podcast, please do send us an email. And as always, if you need any business property advice, please do email us as well. Thank you very much. Catch you later. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. As always, please do subscribe and share it with all of your friends. It would be absolutely fabulous. And our Christmas special is coming up soon, so make sure you're listening. Bye.